Yo, welcome back. It's your boy Femi first. Where where do I start, man? Uh, again, I said I start. We started it off a little bit different. We got another artist in the building. I mean, what, what, I mean, what is really left to say? I mean, we got an artist whose whose art speaks for himself. You know, first and foremost, I'm just I'm just here. You know what I mean? And uh, again, I'm I'm really happy to have him here, man. I love how we were able to get this together. I've known him for a little while. But I, I plan on learning about him a little more today for sure. Uh, Micah is in the building, bro. Thank you. I appreciate you for coming on in, broski. I appreciate Thanks that. Thanks for having me, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, first off, I mean, your, your art speaks for itself. You know what I mean? And, and from what I've seen uh, across Instagram and everything that you do, uh, I love it, bro. I mean, like, I don't. I, I feel like there isn't a specific name for your art like you have such a creative handle on what you do it's hard to categorize it um and especially you know the work that you doing on the i mean we got a uh you know piece of your work right here sitting on the table the the air forces are going crazy bro um so yeah man i i, I again I, your art speaks for itself it's hard to you know put it in one category and i'm sure you feel the same <clears throat> but uh yeah, I mean, let's. I mean, let's. Before we even get into the art and get into everything, I love to ask my guests who come on here. Um, you know, like give us a, give us twenty years ago, man. Give us like, <laughs> what, like give us who you are, man. Go ahead, take it away from me. Um. Well, first off, my name is Micah. I go by Micah. Um. Going back twenty years, I grew up Muslim, <laughs> bro. So like. That's like one of the main things I remember as a child. Mm. But like when it comes to the artistry, I started painting when I was uh I started doing art in general when I was uh three. Like uh I actually didn't realize that until recently I went back into uh like they had files when mm. I was in preschool of like uh document like progress reports. Right. Um what we will be doing and what we're interested in as as kids. Um and one of the things that they said that um, I was highly focused on was uh, anything art related. I was always drawing and playing with blocks. Um, so from there, um, I had to I had to ask my mom, like, to confirm. Like, she's like, "Yeah, you started painting at three years old. You started drawing at three years old, really." Um, from there, man, I basically I would be doing like comic books, you know, just drawing Naruto characters, anything <laughs> that sparked my interest as a shorty. I'll be watching cartoons. Still to this like, day. Man, literally. I was like, cartoons are hit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely uh, see them differently as an adult, though, enjoying more. But, um, yeah, I would, like, try to, like, you really couldn't pause TVs back then. So I would just, like, watch episodes over and over. Um, whatever show I liked, I would mostly watch, like, Nicktoons and stuff and, like, try to draw the characters over and stuff like that. And whatever came up on Toonami, uh, Cartoon Network. I would like just try to hurry up and draw it yeah. really fast. You know, like uh, in between, they have like those intervals mm -hmm. in between cartoons where they would show you how to draw like characters like Timmy Turner and stuff. So I would sit up there and practice drawing because, like, you know, that's what I was interested in at the time. Um, from there, man, like me and my friends would just like do like these stick figure comics. It would be super graphic, uh, <laughs> just these gnarly comics for real. Like, <laughs> Uh, blood blood guts like whatever we saw in anime and stuff like that right. um and like from there we would have like stacks of like comic books and stuff um and then like 
like that was like my main hobby as a kid like i didn't have like the latest game system and stuff that's how i found like entertainment for real mm. um and i would just get my buddies into it um that was like super early on and then like uh seventh eighth grade i like went to uh morgan park high school for their uh, academic center program and that's kind of where I would still like draw here and there, but it would mostly be like by myself and I would like find one friend here and there that would like want to draw with me. Um, besides that, like I wouldn't really invest into it. It was it's mostly still a hobby. So um, after that, um, going into high school, I like got into sports. I played football um, at a competitive level for the first time. So I would spend a lot of my time doing that. like. Man, I didn't have any more art friends, so like <laughs> I kind of dropped it and, and deemed it useless at that point. Um, I was playing like year-round sports, track, basketball, so um, like I enjoyed playing that growing up, whatever. Like football, I man, I came in, me and my brother came on the team. We were dogs, like literally <laughs> got ink in newspaper, bro. We were like cold at that, but like just naturally, um, it's probably because my my pops played football. Um, almost played at the collegiate level, but he ended up going to Morehouse and stuff. Um, he decided that that was his his journey. Um, so from there, man, um, I really thought I was about to go like D, at least D2 <laughs> with sports. Um, it's pretty decent. Um, and, you know, I think around like my senior year, I started uh, like, I don't know how I got back into it, but I would start like customizing like my shoes, um, I would mostly like rock fans and stuff. Um, other than that, I had J's and stuff, but they were pretty much like, man, I would grind to get those, but I would, I definitely, I didn't dare to paint on them. Um, <laughs> but it was just so hard to get, bro. All my yeah. bread went to that, bro. I was selling fruities in oh, high man. school. So you a real guy, you a hustler. Man, yeah, yeah. since day one, for real. I was selling fruities lucky at, uh, at Morgan Park in seventh, eighth grade. I got caught though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they stole, the security guard stole my fruities and ate them all. I tried to get them back at the end of the day. They weren't going for that. Um, so from there, man, it was like contraband almost. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, but back, fast forward back to uh, to, to my, my senior year or whatever, I would like paint, customize my own shoes, um, distressed jeans. Like my homie would always, my homie Chris, he would always uh, request that I, that I distress jeans for him or whatever. Um, and then from there, like, a bunch of students in the school would have me do that. I would be, like, revamping shoes, uh, restoring shoes. Didn't know what I was doing, just whatever I thought. Um, I don't know what type of glue I was using. So, yeah, but for myself, I would – the same thing, bro. Everything goes back into me, like, uh, getting into J's and stuff and reselling. Like, I would get some busted J's. Like, I remember I got some, some white cement threes, and I would take those, and I completely – re-freaking I, I just t gave the life back put the life back into him for real um yeah from there um shoot like i graduated high school i went to school for architecture um i saw that i was like i had a passion for that that was my goal though like as a shorty like i think around fifth grade my homie put me on with the whole architecture like uh world as a as a whole i didn't even i had no idea what that was like i didn't think about designing buildings or anything but as soon as he told me about it, um, I knew that that's what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that coupled with the fact that I was already into art, 
um, really helped with that. And just everything just was full circle and just went poured back into each other. Um, when it came to the art things, my friend Chris, I always shout him out because he's the one who really got me into selling art um, post high school, 2017, 2016, early, oh, well, late 2016, early 2017, um, repainting jackets. I would upcycle things. Like I, I mean, the bread still wasn't there. Like I, I had to put the work out in order to get those commissions and be able to sell uh, brand new items. Uh, I mean, customize brand new items. Um, people started to trust me with their, with their stuff and uh, and trust that I would do a good job. Um, so yeah, like that's pretty much how I got started. Got got into it for real. I would like. Um, I want to mention this too. Like I always forget <laughs> about this, bro. Like. I, I, um, my high school, Chicago Ag, would, they wouldn't commission me. I should have got commissioned for it, but they would, like, uh, bring me on to design, like, official, like, branding logos for, for the school. Um, so that was pretty cool. I did that a few times, and I did the senior t-shirts. So that's also, like, a big thing. Chaz, you, you owe this man some money. <laughs> I don't know why y'all ducking and dodging, but y'all owe this man. man Years worth of money. Y'all need to get in tune and get in contact with them. Man, finna send an invoice. For Come real. on, bro. Like yeah. they, they wrong for that. Man. But, um, bro. First off, I mean, you gave us so much. <laughs> you gave us so much, and I appreciate that. Thank for you. Sure, for um, sure. I mean, taking it just a little bit back. I mean, you you said that you know you you began your artistry career at three. Mm. You know, um, so what were what were some of the earliest like drawings that you you know that you did i mean i'm sure at three it's kind of hard to remember but maybe what did your mom say you drew that was like earlier on earlier on yeah. man i they would they would put the work in the folder too so like it was like i was trash uh <laughs> but basically i would just draw people okay really um okay um i would hate using the brown markers because they they i mean not brown markers but the brown crayons because they would they wouldn't blend right but that's like that's like the main thing i wanted to like i'm black so <laughs> that's like what i was doing people around me were black so for sure yeah family members um i guess i would be doing self-portraits or just like anything really right and then uh, as far as i mean i'm not gonna lie to you too i'm i'm very much so an anime guy myself for sure. um so I know, you know, especially with Toonami and like Inuyasha and like oh, yeah. Naruto and and so many other ones that I'm blanking out on One Piece. What was one yeah. of your favorite? Uh, I mean, you uh, you did mention Naruto, if I'm not mistaken, you did mention that. But what yeah. were some other animes that kind of inspired you? And I think the comic books as well that you drew in school is so hard because, um, like, it just really shows that you, how inspired you were to create yep. your own narrative. Uh, to what inspire you you know what i mean so yeah what 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 were some other you know uh shows or things that caught your interest in terms of the artistry man it was uh definitely inuyasha <laughs> like bro like the late night it would always come on late at night yeah. it was just so like dream like it was super cool but that's the that stuff was too intense to draw yeah. like it was it was crazy it was moving um, too fast yeah. i remember i had to i used to have to wait till everybody went to sleep yeah. And then I come back up front and then I watch and you watch it just to catch up, bro. Like, Man, it came on that late. Yeah. 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 I never knew, like, what track I would be on, like, what episode I'd be on. I'm just yeah. like, hey, I'm watching this. As long as I, I understand. catch the episode. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. As long as I catch the episode, for sure. Yeah, man, I was so into it. Um, well, I mean, we, in you know, we get the, you know, what inspired you artistically and everything. But, you know, a lot of people see that with art and style, it's kind of 
one in the same group. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, exp- I mean, your style, what would you describe it as, man? I mean, and, and how does that transfer to artistically for you? Well, starting off, like, I mean, everything goes back to when I was a shorty, man. Like, I would have these uh, these books. I think they were my pops. Like, these books on, like, illusion type of art. Like, you can look at it six different ways, and it would be, like, six different, like, uh, images or whatever. Like, telling, like, six different stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I would always find myself looking at those. Um, definitely, uh, <laughs> what was the name of that? Uh, those books? Um diver wimpy kid oh uh, yeah 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 man so i think that's what like got the got the comics going for real um and then like shonen jump magazines and stuff definitely um, had the shonen jumps bro, I still bro. got those yeah, bro. definitely Vintage. had those <laughs> yeah Damn. so like for my art though like it's definitely like illusion based um and it kind of grew into this anatomy thing going on um i used to check those out too as a shorty um, I used to have like little kits mm-hmm. that you would mess with, like that had the like interactive like pieces you would take out or whatever. Okay. Um, I did like enjoy science, but um, yeah, I wasn't the best at it. But <laughs> you know, I and I enjoyed the images. Um, right. but uh, for the most part, man, like that illusion art, like I like blending things. Um, I like curvular things. Um, to just I don't know, it's incorporated heavier in my art. For sure. Yeah. The flesh tones and everything definitely comes from that. Like, I definitely, like, especially, like, looking at the forces, like, Mm -hmm. right now, like, I definitely noticed that, like, I, there's flesh, like, I, matter of fact, this is super hard. I didn't realize that it was a skull the entire time. Man, appreciate it. Um, I mean, I don't want to jump too ahead of myself, but, I mean, holding it in my hand now, I kind of want to ask him, like, what is the, like, what do you paint with, bro? Because, like, this doesn't even look like like yeah. paint for real this looks like an actual like nike like they actually printed this onto the shoe like this is man like, this is like crazy like yeah. the amount of time and the effort and everything that you put into it to reflect like mm-hmm. it is crazy bro like yeah it took me a while to get to that level to like actually fit an image that would fit the shape or the silhouette of the nike air force one right and like just complement it really um, I, I used to like not even paint the left side mm. because I wanted to like let the let the shoe stand alone. Like this is an Air Force One. It's it's beautiful. Right, like right. it's a perfect shoe. Yeah. So like I would put my art on there, but like, you know, you can always like turn your foot to the side and see like, okay, like it still has the lovely look of an Air Force One or whatever. I didn't want to take over the entire shoe. For sure. But I mean when it comes to paint, I started off using uh, acrylic not good for shoes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And that's all. No, no, no. But that. But you know what? That's important. You said that because a yeah. lot of times when people do like shoe repairs, uh-huh. like they use like acrylic paint. Yeah. So that's important that you letting people know like don't use that. Because, oh yeah. Because like if you want to restore something and preserve the look, like that ain't the way to go. So what is the way to go? I mean, without first, giving too much of your sauce away, of course. But nah, the- <laughs> I, I, bro, the people hit me up all the time since I started and ask me how I do this. Right. And I would definitely drop the gym. I'm not trying to gatekeep at all, man. For sure. For real. I'm trying to, like, I, I always try to, like, you know, there's no way to replicate this. Like, right. I'm not worried yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, definitely, um, you got to get the gloss off of the shoe. It makes it, uh, the paint set in mm-hmm. better. Um, and of course, like, if you have, like, if you're trying to upcycle, clean the shoe first. For sure. Um, but yeah, definitely gotta get that gloss off. Uh, but 
for the most part, I only use Angela's Direct. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when I, when I, all the research that I did, I found out that, like, I don't know why it was so hard to find out what type of paint to use, but I ended up um, using that paint. Um, it's crazy expensive. Like, you get, like, a pint for, like, $5. Like, it's, it's I'm, I'm sorry, not even a pint. I'm sorry. You get, like, an ounce for $5. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only way I knew to get it was to order it. Um, so, eventually, I built my collection, like, over time of, like, uh, colors. Um, and I now have, like, a whole palette of different colors, whatever. You can definitely blend using, like, your primary colors mm-hmm. um, to make more colors. But for the most part, that's why I would, like, they would... For the most part, when I started out, that's why the, the shoe would be like one color. Like if I do an all blue shoe, it would be like a variation of different blues, um, and I would just blend it with white or black, like to just to get those shadows in there or whatever. But um, yeah, for the most part, I would use that. You want to have a micro brush. You want to have a, a larger brush, like different different sizes of brushes or whatever, just to get those details in. Because I'm heavy on details. Mm-hmm. Um, since the beginning and like over time it wasn't the cleanest work I would do but over time like getting those micro brushes definitely made a difference um, and I would just spend time uh, getting those uh, minute details <laughs> uh, and just like yeah just just cleaning it up making it more visible sure. um, and precise on like what I was trying to uh, what I was trying to do or whatever For sure. but yeah I uh, so like thinking back I, you know I like to pull things back because I you, I mean you drop so many things about yourself mm. that deserve an explanation or deserve to be you know spoken on but you said you stopped I mean you began your artistry at three and then you got to high school you know you kind of got uh, involved in sports and that was very heavy for you and then you didn't pick up the uh, brush for real uh, back into your senior year mm. of high school right um, and maybe you probably said it but what what was like the drawing factor for you to get it, getting back into being an artist and like picking up the dr- like brush? Like what like was like the switch for you? Man, I feel like it's not really clear, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, I can say like my senior year, it wasn't uh, <laughs> my senior year. I got kicked off my football team. I, like, spazzed out or whatever. Like, I was having a terrible day. Like, I had ACT, like, retakes that day. Oh, I didn't man. bring any of my materials. Damn. Didn't bring my wallet. Like, I don't even know. I think I had my, my high school ID, and that's how they ended up letting me take the test. I didn't have my calculator. Did decent on math, but didn't have a calculator. Um, and it was just super stressful. Went to a football game. Um, man, it was just bad. I got my pads at home. Had to keep running back and forth. My mans told me that, like, yeah, it was at this stadium. It was like a stag, but it wasn't. It was just like at a whole different stadium. So I'm like running late. Man, I get there. Um, man, it was, it was just chaotic. I got into one of my teammates, and after that, I was just through. I took my pads off, threw my helmet off, just went to the locker room or whatever. They tried to, like, arrest me and stuff. Um, but from there, I got kicked off the football team. Uh, I had a lot of time on my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, like, I'm going to be real. I was smoking weed and like I got caught. My pops got on that with me, um, uh-huh. as he should have, uh, and just like put me on punishment. I hadn't been on punishment in so long; it was crazy. So I would be sitting up. Yeah, okay. So I'm glad we talked about. This. Now I remember. <laughs> All right. So like I would, um, I would be sitting in the living room 
just paint. I don't know where I got the paint from, but mm-hmm. I would just be like paint. I think I was painting like a Majin Buu like picture I saw on Twitter. Um, and then uh, the Frank Ocean um, uh, Blonde album cover. I did that. I had like these um, foam boards that I had to crib. Um, and I would just like go to work. And I actually, I think I, I might have posted those. People really like those. But uh, that's my very, that's very early on. I hated painting. But mm-hmm. I was just like, I don't know why. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to challenge myself. And I'm going to just get into it. And I ended up being pretty good. I was already pretty decent at blending with a pencil. So I already had the gist down. Um, so from there, man, I, I, yeah, that's that's where it started. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I appreciate that, bro. And I think it, especially when you go in depth like that, mm-hmm. it kind of helps us to appreciate your art. And as well as like who you are and you know you drive a lot of connecting forces like there's you you know uh one of the people who came on my show last season shout out to Vaughn, like said mm-hmm. to me something that's really stuck with me it's like you never know who you can relate to you know what i mean and, and stories like that are something that you can really relate to you mm-hmm. know you never know who can relate to but there's somebody out there too so yeah. definitely i appreciate you sharing that with us for sure for sure Get, getting back into a little bit of uh like i guess what uh, you know, stylistically and just like who you are. Um, I do want to ask you, what are some of the things that you're paying attention to when it comes to style and in, in your style specifically that makes you interested? Man, cool stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cool clothes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, pretty much, man, like, uh, when, all right, so starting off, like, okay, let me just say this. I was into like all the colors and fashion, mm-hmm. uh, the colorful fashion or whatever, like uh, Hot Topic tees and stuff like that at first. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be in Zoomies heavy every week. Oh, man. Um, I love boobies bracelet. Man, bro, come on, bro. Or like, belt. Three of them. Man, my homie has a belt, and he, bro, he wore it recently, and we didn't even peep. Like, that was just so crazy, bro. Like, yeah. so, like, I kind of want that belt, right? Now, now, now that's going to be one of the things. The bracelet. Hey, Ethan talking about the bracelet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you had one of those, you if you had on the I love boobies bracelet, in in grade school, you were you were him you were or her, man. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it called? The DGK I Heart Hater socks. Bro, bro, I wore those like freshman year high school basketball. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you wearing? Come on, like coach, you know you want some. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sorry about. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely, man. The silly bands too, for real. Oh, dog, man, <laughs> man. We just, what, what was he talking about, bro? Uh, um, just uh. uh your style and just like uh, what what are you currently interested in right now? Okay, currently like, yeah. um, I think about like clothes that I can wear like ten years from now. Like, mm-hmm. what can I wear that would be like why I won't look ridiculous as like a forty five year old? Mm-hmm. Um, that that's really what I'm into. Um, I, I feel like I have I have a gift where I just know what's gonna be popular. That's happened time and time again. Like I would grab something and like a lot of people even. Bro, back to Fashion Geek, bro. I was the first with a Fashion Geek shirt, bro. Everybody started wearing it the next year. But I ain't gonna say all that, but yeah. um, bro, it's really just I like what I like. Mm-hmm. Um so pretty much I would I would find a brand. I would just be searching and searching. Like I'll search on go all the essence, all the all these uh websites where, you know, you'll find some unique stuff. Um and I would find a brand and uh if i liked it i'll buy a piece and from then i would just like i would just get more into the brand really um but 
when it comes to specifics and stuff, like I'm really rocking with the cold wall right now and the futuristic post-apocalyptic type of designs that they do. Yeah. Um, it, it's pretty cool. Um, mm. And I got into the, I don't know how I got, I think the first thing I saw was those, uh, were those uh, uh, ACW um, Vomero 5s, bro. Bro, I was working bro. at St. Alfred when those dropped and I did not get those. Man. And I look back on it now and I was like, bro, that I should have, I love that pair, bro. Yeah. Like I, I, what was it like a white with the red, bro? And then they had the black pair. The black pair was crazy, man, bro. I tweaked, bro. And they tweaked. had the, they had a pair that I think I'm pretty sure I like everything I saw on social media, um, first or whoever dropped it, but they had the red dip dye pair. Yes. And I'm like, bro, did somebody yes. do? No, that was an official drop. Apparently, like I didn't. I, I didn't, thought it was a, a dyed pair myself. A custom type yeah. thing. There's this guy in Chicago who who actually was dying sneakers, uh, and I remember seeing him die a pair. And I was like, I can't even remember his name. I'm gonna find it later. But yeah, he. I remember seeing exactly yeah. those. They wanted a stack for those. I yeah. remember seeing that they wanted like a stack or something yeah. crazy for that. Even yeah. like the, the burgundy type looking pair that yeah. they have, um, that variation that that was those are ex crazy expensive. Yeah. But I want them still. Yeah, probably never hard. get them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Out of sight, out of mind with that one. Yeah. <laughs> but uh no 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 okay so yeah a wall is definitely doing their thing i yeah, like i definitely uh been playing i like the the tn pluses that they just dropped mm -hmm. and i'm mad that the blue pair was only like a european release because i think that was the best color out of the it was black yeah. blue and white mm -hmm. yeah, you so. gotta find a european plug bro yeah, your Europe plug yeah i gotta yeah. cough up some money on that too but that's a, that's a that's a different story for another day for sure. uh, <laughs> when uh i mean we talked about the beginning of your artistry and everything um and you know just fashion and everything but you do have some retail experience that yeah. also kind of aided in creating who you are today mm -hmm. you know what i mean so uh, talk to me about what it was like working in retail for yourself um well at first well i at first working uh in retail, I worked for this this company. Um it was a a subsidiary of, of uh Snipes. It was called uh Pogo and it used to be Mr. Allen's. Um over there in Wicker Park. I mean not Wicker Park, um oh, dang, I just had it. Um oh, dang. What? I'm having a brain fart for real. <laughs> Whatever. Um it was up north. Basically, um I started working there. Uh, the team that I was working with was extremely kind and um, brought me on with intention of uh, giving me opportunities with my art. So that's how I came on. You know, I was really excited. Um, the store ended up not being successful and it already was like going downhill. Um, it just wasn't a good area. So we ended up having to close the store. And then that's when I went on to working for the the, the actual company Snipes. And uh, I was in uh, on the west side in Lawndale. Um, that was an interesting experience. Uh, I definitely don't spend too much time on the west side, <laughs> but my mom is from there, yeah. so it's like I don't know. If the west side is cracking though. Like I yeah. definitely will never diss the. I, I had like this this crazy thing towards the west. Like I was joking, like you know the classic oh, jokes yeah. or whatever. But oh, yeah. I stopped doing that, man. Like it's it's definitely. They're having a time over there. Like, yeah. the West Side is a whole different world. It's like, always a yeah. party out West. Man, for like, real. Like, especially on the street. Yeah. <laughs> Great designers coming out of out of the yeah. West Side, man, for real. Yeah. Um, Robin jeans out West. Man. 
Like a time. time. <laughs> Literally, right? Yeah. For real. Um, so yeah, I was working over there. Man, that was the first time I, I had one of my coworkers. Like we had to go save my coworkers from the McDonald's. She like got jumped. Like she was beefing with some people on Facebook and like we had to go save her. <laughs> Facebook, like, McDonald's out west. Man. Three keywords. Yeah, three. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Bussing. Um, so you know, it was fun over there. Um uh, then um I got transferred. Uh, I was lucky enough to get selected. Uh, my my general manager over there brought me uh, over to. Um, uh, they had a new location, like the the largest store in in all of like Snipes history or whatever. Um, a two point store over there on seventy uh, first and Jeffrey, I mm. think. Um, but shout out to them. Shout out to the team over there, man. That's that's family. Um, but. I went over there. I had a whole different experience. I got brought on as a manager, and uh, I started learning like the real like business side of of uh, retail. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy about that. Um, and you know, it was just a new sponsor responsibility that was just like it was necessary. So I'm, I'm glad I did that. Um, sure. Eventually, uh, stopped working there, but um, it was cool. Yeah. No, I think I think you know. Uh, Jeez, I'm trying to get it out myself. I believe that, like, just working in retail, always it's always a positive, even if it's a negative. You know what I mean? Because you're experiencing, like, so many, I mean, culturally, like, you're, you're connecting with people about things that you have interest in or you're getting put on. So I think yeah. that it is, is one of the biggest uh, pluses of, of working in the retail industry and everything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I th- that's dope. Definitely has ups and downs yeah. for sure, and I'm sure. I mean, and then even with you, oh, hell of a hell of a, a a lot of ups and downs for sure. And I think it's just crazy too because your art, and then you work retail. And it's like you're you're doing you're, you know, you're creating on like clothes and everything. Yeah. What was the driving force for you to to start you know using apparel as your canvas? Like, um, a lot of people wouldn't take that risk, but you like took that risk. Man, it was great. I was always worried about, like, the clothes being ruined, mm-hmm. honestly, um, and just not lasting. Um, but it was just, you know, my homie Chris, man, he had me paint, like, a lot of jackets for him. Um, I think, uh, you know, what I'm mentioning, Shy Gala. Oh, like, shit. Bro, Shy Gala, bro. <laughs> oh, I was a part of Shy Gala. Yo. Shy Gala was cracking. Uh, man, I, I, I experimented a lot. <laughs> you took me back to sleep. Man. We'll talk about it after Forbidden. we get out of here. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forbidden history. Yeah. Um, definitely um, I started to get confident in painting clothes the more I did it, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that my homie would trust it and he would come back like a year later like, bro, I still got this jacket. And he would like pop out in it and it's just like, bro, that's still intact. Like, yeah. what the heck? Um, but, man, it's, it's all a risk, bro. Like. I didn't know what I was doing. I just know I'm a paint on this, mm-hmm. and I have this gloss, and I'm gonna spray it on there and hope it just doesn't crack. Um, but you know, over time you see the cracks and stuff. It's like yeah. that's kind of cool. Like, it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely the detail. Like this, I don't know, man. It's just like that makes it look vintage. It's like, Do you remember the first piece that you used in terms of like article of clothing? Uh, that was like the first piece you you created something on. Um, like even well, just clothing. Okay. Yeah. Um. Let me see. It was definitely so many. 
man for real like and i'm trying to trying to be accurate um mm. man it was like this this green uh the rain jacket type thing mm. um i paint i found an image on like pinterest of like these these nuns or something like that so i took that and i just took their faces and like I don't know if they were none. They were like old timey folks or whatever, and just made them like skully skulls or whatever. It was just like it was like a scene really, um, and I just skeletonized it basically. Um, so I mean that's what I was into growing up. Um, definitely that stuff was heavy in anime, but yeah. So that was that was. I wish I had a. I mean we'll pop a picture. But yeah, yeah. yeah we if you if you got the picture, definitely send it to definitely me. Got man. It. We got to let the people see. Yeah, well, what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, like, when it comes to art, you know, like, because, I mean, artistically, like, it, you're putting yourself out there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you're giving the, the world of what you feel, your thoughts, like, you know, what you've seen. And I know that when it, you know, when it comes to creating your own pieces, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of ups and downs that can occur with, you know, mm-hmm. things that you create. So what are some of the, you know, the things that have been issues for you or, or struggles for you within creating your art? Um, I would say the main thing is like, I, I'm sure any artist can relate is the commissions. Um, like that's, that's like how we make our bread consistently. Mm-hmm. So it's really just being on time, um, making sure that you're not, uh, overworking yourself and, uh, oversaturating like your your orders because then like you get lost and like you know you just become late and just like it's it's just not good for business bro it's just like from there <laughs> <laughs> from there um uh, man like you got to keep a schedule with it and then like life hits you i was in school from right after high school um up until like 2019 then it was just like here and there i would take classes but um when life hits you bro it, it's just hard dealing with those commissions and then like commissions sometimes like the stuff you don't want to do necessarily so they kind of drain you and just you know you just you you start to just not enjoy it bro it's mm-hmm. just like it, it's just not fun anymore like you don't have time for personal projects um or yourself or to just relax and rest really um and i was just going crazy bro like so my school was two hours away. It was a two-hour commute there and back, so total four hours. So it's like I didn't have any sleep. I would come home from full day at 12-hour classes, 12 hours of classes, and then get the pain and stuff, bro. It's just it's hard. And with me, like, I want to put my all into it. Like, I want to make the best piece I can possibly make that will top the last piece. So um, it's just really it's time management and, like, really having that business aspect down. Um, and managing your stuff, um, that on top of like, just making sure like the quality control is there with pieces, um, man. Cause I luckily I haven't had like people, like probably like once or twice somebody come back like, oh I need to revamp this, I need to fix this. But man, that's all just a part of the risk or whatever. I'm I was always willing to take a piece back and just fix it though. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, it's a lot of time and effort. You got to be dedicated. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's important, like you, you mentioned a little bit earlier, you got to really love what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because if you're not loving what you're doing, man, it, it's hard to continue what to do it. What you doing it for? Yeah, right. No, for real. Like, what are you doing it for? So I think that's important to yeah. just put out there in the world. Um, 
and, and you know getting a little bit further into you know your work and everything i mean let's talk about brand development i mean what what would you i, I feel like this is kind of a corny question to ask but what would you label your art as like in terms of brand development like is there a label for it or is it just like you don't you know what i mean man i i don't think so bro mm -hmm. i just i do whatever piques my interest okay yeah. um i guess i'm still figuring that out yeah. um for sure but like in terms of brand development mm -hmm. um i'm really just trying to get that business aspect down get a website up get okay. a portfolio up i have been working on my portfolio for a minute mm -hmm. but um i need to stop being so like anal about it <laughs> and just uh and just go ahead and drop it and then like just work on it from there really i need mm -hmm. to have a way for people to access it other than my instagram just to be more professional um from there i'm trying to do more collabs more strategic uh rollouts and stuff like that because right now like since the jump like i just i'm gonna just drop it like you know people i'm lucky enough like people just rock with it so right um stuff would sell um i'm trying to find uh, a solid uh manufacturer for for things for uh any type of garments that i'm trying to drop mm -hmm. um because like i've just had problems with people um over time and it's just like doing it yourself is just like already a struggle. I still don't really have a solid way of creating it myself uh, when it comes to um, dropping like things like T-shirts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, other than that, man, got to get that website up. Man, got to have an official way for people to just purchase things and an easier way for people to purchase things. Um, so people can take the brand more seriously for sure. For sure. And when it's more serious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I feel you. Get get it right, man. Yeah, you, for real. I mean, this is big you. on that. Facts. Um, and then it's, and when it comes to features as well, um, what are those like? What are the, you know, how do you go about the features? Man, um, I can say, I'm not too, I'm not too good at uh, reaching out to folks. <laughs> um, I definitely uh, will have talks with uh with other artists and designers and stuff um in the past but really i like when it happens more genuine like mm -hmm. i want you to know me as a person or whatever for sure um, and i want you, uh, <laughs> i want things to happen more uh naturally mm -hmm. um and yeah like people respect the artistry enough to like want to bring me on board and like uh a lot of people have reached out to me to do collaborations and stuff like that but i'm just super picky um, and I know that I'm not going to invest a whole bunch of time when I don't have it um, because in the past, like, that's just always backfired. So, um, like, I I think my first collaboration was with uh, my homie Kevon. Uh That was my brother, homie, for real. He went to my high school, but he left before I got there. Uh, it's called His brand is called Brilliant. Man, he had, he had me paint, like, 80 trucker caps. Um and then I planted I planted uh, flames on him, and then he put the the patch his logo patch on top of it, um, and he sold all of them. Like I think uh, DJ Mike P has a has a cap, a couple of my friends. But um, that was like the craziest thing. It was like a sweatshop for real, bro. I was going crazy, like literally bringing the caps with me everywhere so that I can get them done. Um, in the midst of like having to having other deadlines and stuff, um, but from there like. My most recent feature, uh, 
when I was reaching collaboration was uh, my homie Ron. Man, we painted these uh, these pants. Um, he, he didn't even tell me who they were for at first. He just said, bro, can you paint some, some flowers on these pants or whatever? And he sent me like a reference photo. And then I met up with him and I'm just like, bro, like, is this exactly what you want? He's like, nah, do you? So like I did one pair and I just painted like whatever flower like I thought was cool on them. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, bro, they have to be roses. And I didn't even peep like the reference photo were roses. They were like silhouettes of roses. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, bet. Went and got another pair um, and just instantly got to work, bro. And this man <laughs> instantly told me, he was like, yeah, bro, they're for uh, D. Rose's wife. And I'm just like, what? Merchant. So, <laughs> yeah, so they were for uh, Elena Rose. Bro, that that was, like, really crazy. Um, and I've done things for, like, I've done pieces for celebrities and stuff. Like, it was always a secret almost um, – whenever i would do a piece for a celebrity it'd be like oh like yeah i need you to draw this like it'll be like a, i did a, a pair of ones for uh, terrence Mann, and his girlfriend hit me up and was just like yeah i need you to do this and that and then like my cousin is best friends with him so he's just like yeah bro uh you doing the shoes for t-man i'm like huh i'm like what you mean he was like yeah his girl hit you up right i'm like bro i had no idea bro it's just, it's just crazy but yeah fast forward back man like <laughs> That was really cool. She ended up posting them on her story. Right. Um, man, it, it it was just awesome to be a part of that. And like I love the outcome. He's really he's going crazy with the distressing right now. Mm-hmm. Um he's been going crazy with them, but like it was just man, seeing Ron grow from a certain point to now and just um being able to be a part of that project was awesome. For sure, for sure. Yeah. I think I mean uh, I love that, bro. I, I, I think too it's just there's something about seeing people from your hometown do like cool shit, mm-hmm. and then like get on with like people who who you would never think would would see your stuff, or like not you know not seeing your stuff isn't great enough to be seen. But I'm just saying it just yeah. it's crazy from a, a fan or from a person following you. You never know what an artist like yourself is gonna do next. Um, and it's algorithms, that, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's just a very hard, you know, how everything came together. Yeah. Is there a favorite pot project that you have, or even, I mean, you mentioned there were some murals that you worked on um, yeah. in the past. What were some of those? So I want to put emphasis on the murals because, like, I've only done two mm-hmm. um, so far. Um, those take so much work, uh, like a crazy amount. Of, it's it's just you. Lose, I lose a lot of sleep doing doing murals. I'm just. I, I'm, I'm lucky enough that they give me a key because I'm definitely coming in after work and working <laughs> all night, yeah. um, you know, just off of Red Bull, <laughs> just going crazy. Right. Um, but, yeah, so the first mural I ever did was at uh, B&B's Ice Cream. Shout out to them. I love the jerk chicken nachos. Man, I'll be ordering it on Uber Eats. Like, I'm, if I can't make it to the store, I'm ordering it. Um, so those are uh, my peoples over there. That's my family, man, like. Went to school, one of the owners. I went to school, went to Morgan Park with her. Went to high school with one of the other owners. It's, man, it's really full circle for real. Um, So that was just, like, beautiful all together. Um, And that was just, like, the largest canvas I ever worked on. I'm just so happy they got, they let me draw on their wall for real, bro. For sure. Um, That and then uh, at Lighthouse in Hyde Park, man, I did that that mural recently. Um, That was more me like for the b&b ice cream place that that, I, that was more of a theme um but here uh well there at a uh, lighthouse he pretty much was just like bro i don't care what you do 
I have these few keywords to give you. And I want you to just like fit the theme, fit the color scheme of the restaurant, and then just do you. So he just pretty much let me work. I met the interior designer there. He's pretty cool. His name is Stitch. Man, he's crazy seam, uh, seamster or a tailor. Man, he's he's cold. Um, got a lot of love from him. Um, hopefully, I can do some projects. We talked a lot on that. But he's he's crazy with the leather works, bro. Yeah. So from there, bro, um, that was that was pretty cool. I want to give a, a big uh, big shout-out to them for letting me do that. Um, but other than those projects, those are two of my favorites. But um, one of my favorites is uh, personally – um, it's a garbage pail kids. Uh, I remember uh, seeing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's yeah, actually one of the most memorable things that I've definitely seen you do. Oh, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Uh, and the Larry June joint. The Larry June yeah, the Larry June, June, June joint, yeah. Man, he out of all, because they were like, you know, they were, uh, you know, for the audience, they were celebrity-based. Uh, so I would, I did uh, garbage pail king, uh, themed uh, drawings, digital drawings of, Larry June, Lucky, uh, Chief Keith, and Young Nudie, um, and Young Thug. So those are like definitely my favorite artists. Um, a few of my favorite artists. Um, but Larry June actually commented on the photo, and that was like crazy. I was like in the car, and I was just like going crazy, like what? Yeah. Like soon after posting, and I'm just like, bro, he's just like. Good job <laughs> with the orange, oh bro! Like that was my man. And it was it's cool because like I was um I had been listening to him for like a year or whatever, so like I was definitely into his music heavy at the time. Yeah. Um, so that was just like my favorite project, definitely one of my babies for real, and I'm gonna keep going with them. Um, sure. But for sure, they took a lot of time. I used Photoshop um in my little uh, Wacom pad or whatever, like this old school way of like digital drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like super like man like you have to draw every line yourself it's like it did none of the work for you um except like maybe blending but really it's just like painting just like physically painting um on a canvas just um digitally or whatever so that was pretty cool i enjoy those yeah nah i mean yeah yeah i can't wait for the people to see that like when we when we throw this in this this episode man because that i love all of that man like i think those are very those are different man and i i remember you said garbage patch kids, correct? Uh, garbage pail kids. Garbage so it's pail like the kids. it's like the dirty version of, of a cabbage patch kid, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, the like, like the evil gory, yeah. like yeah. To even come up with that, like that's just <laughs> a, I love the the play on that, bro. Um, yeah. So yeah, big ups to you on that. I know what you know. I get, I guess you know we getting the, closing everything out here, um, but I know that I love to ask and I love to talk about the upcoming projects that you have going on. So what are some of the things that you can fill us in on that you're working on? Um, so right now I wanna uh I wanna really invest my time into the airbrushing. Okay. Airbrush hoodies. Um and alongside with that, I wanna drop uh tote bags and t shirts mm. and hoodies, um, to just be a part of like an entire collection based on the anatomy and the uh the skeleton type themes that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you sorry. brought a bag in with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah this is uh, super, super early on. Where's the camera? Show the camera. Uh, super early on 
man, just like when I was really into eyeballs and just like back to those curves and just like things like that. I'm really big on concepts. So like I was just <laughs> this bag is crazy. Um like you really gotta like look into it yeah. and see everything that's going on. The details, but, bro. Yeah. Like yeah, it's bro. crazy. Like Happy the veins that. in the eyeballs, like Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was like yeah, my, yeah. my go to for real. Um so yeah, I just I don't know. I think I started I got a I got uh, brought on to paint live at an art show. So I had like a strip of canvas. That's what this is. Mm. I just brought it in and brought my paint in there. Um, and I started drawing it. And it's like one of my first TikTok videos, actually. Mm. Uh, check out my TikTok. It's not really busting right now, but <laughs> one of one spilled on TikTok. Uh, I would definitely, uh, I started doing that. And then from there, um, at the show, I started doing that, and from there, I was like, I need to make a whole piece out of this. So I like thrifted this bag, and I was like, this would be perfect if I were to like stitch it on there. So you can know you could check out yeah. all the stitching underneath or whatever, yeah. and it just fits the thing, bro, because it's like it's red interior. But man, it's crazy. Um, and I've had this bag. I think I did this bag in like 2019 or 2020, something like that, um, and it's held up pretty decent. Yeah. Um, so yeah man like everything is about circles with this bag for real or, yeah. or spheres yeah man. circles and details yeah exactly yeah because i see the the shorty in the back right yeah, here anime too shorty you know yeah. she got the cakes right there <laughs> at the eight ball for right. nudie like man got fruits in there somewhere um but yeah got like little faces here man i was just doing whatever for sure um whatever i was just like man yeah. i don't know how my mind works but i'm gonna figure it out one day <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, so far, so good, man. I mean, you, yeah. you're doing amazing work. And, again, I, I, I really appreciate you coming on, man, so, and, and sharing your story with us, bro. And hopefully we uh, have you back soon and, you know, just keep giving us an update, bro. But oh, for sure. Appreciate you Thanks for bringing me on, man. man. Shout out to Dry Clean Only, for <laughs> real. Yeah. Um, bro, I love the name. I love the logo. I love the theme, bro. <laughs> I appreciate it's cold, you. Definitely. For sure. Well, well, yeah. well, yeah, you heard it here first, man. Micah. Dry clean only, your boy Femi first. Appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Get up sure. with y'all next time.